Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Olivia Richmond. She's a fourth year medical student, a YouTuber, a TEDx speaker, and a podcaster. Olivia, welcome to our show today. Thank you for having me, Christopher. So you have many, many talents. You can be definitely a Renaissance woman or a polymath because you are a medical student, you're a YouTuber, you have all these things you're doing and the topics you talk about are both funny and serious. So let's talk about the, 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 the funny and serious topics where you talk about a lot of uh, sex ed for teenagers or is that your main focus or? Yeah, that's my main focus. That's what my YouTube channel is. So my YouTube channel is called Glamour Puss MD. And I talk about sex education. That's comprehensive. It's all inclusive. But I also don't want it to be weird, you know, like having those conversations for the most part for most teens or millennials. Uh, it's weird. And so I want to be that, you know, I'm, I'm a medical student going to be a doctor but also let's talk about sex and let's you know <laughs> prevent unwanted teen pregnancies and we could totally do that so let's learn how so that's really what my my youtube channel the main goal of it is no and this is something that's very very personal to my heart because 10 years ago i started a homeless youth program at the largest shelter in los angeles and you see a lot of these kids some of them have kids and i actually taught in high school also in la where they're our teens. And I'll never forget this, Olivia. I remember I taught these students. It was a Korean high school class. They were 14, 15 years old at the time. And a year later, I saw them with their kids in hand. And after that point, I think I probably would have been fired because I think there's a certain thing you can or can't say as teachers. But when I saw these 16-year-old young women having a kid in their hand, it just broke my heart. And so I'd always talk to these kids. I'm like, look, men and women, I, I treated them as such. And it was so fascinating because all the women, I think they're shocked that a adult was saying, hey, look, I don't, I, we, we, I don't, I'm not saying that you don't love this boyfriend of yours, but if you get pregnant, that guy's probably going to leave, whether they're your age or my age. And, and I, I would always just not just say, look, this is your body, this is your life. And all the guys would kind of like joke around, ha ha, ha Chris is talking about sex. But all the women, I think they were really, uh, <coughs> excuse me, surprised because I was just so hurt to see, I literally taught hundreds of teenagers that were teenage moms. And so when you talk about that, I'm telling you, it's a serious issue. There's, I think, over 800,000 teenagers that have to get pregnant unwantedly. Is that the stats now? What, what are the stats now in the U.S.? Oh, gosh. I'm not sure what the exact stats are, actually. I, I know I've, I've said it in my one of my TEDx talks, um, but that was uh, last year and then also the year before. And both of my talks actually were on this topic yeah. um, and sex education. And uh, yeah, Christopher, what you're saying is, is completely accurate though. You know, I'm, I'm in the ER sometimes and I see 14 year olds come yeah, in yeah, and yeah. either they're pregnant and didn't know that they were pregnant or, you know, once I had a girl come in and she was 13 and she said, you know, I'm bleeding out of my vagina and I think I'm dying. And she yeah. never knew what a period was, hmm. you know, cause it wasn't talked about in her family. Um, yeah. It was a religious family. And so her mom never spoke with her about it and she didn't have any sisters. And so where do, where do these young kids turn to when they have questions and they're yeah. basic 101 questions about, about your body? No, that's so powerful. I mean, going to that point, Melinda Gates, who's Bill Gates's wife, 
She actually wrote an article one time about how certain cultures in the world, they, they shame women when they're going through menstruation. They literally have them go into an outhouse. They're literally yeah. like, they're like, you're dirty. And it, I just thought how, how sad that is. But again, it's like her raising this issue, Melinda Gates, or you talking about this. So why did you choose this, 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 this field? Because again, you are a medical student. And so you can choose obviously a lot of different, different uh, avenues of, of service. Why, why this one? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it, mainly, it was because I, uh, my cousins, all my younger cousins, I come from a large Cuban family uh, and half Jewish, half Cuban, but my Cuban <laughs> side is very large and I have a ton of cousins. And when I was going through medical school and even college, they would always come to me for questions on how to put in a tampon or, you know, birth control methods or, you know, both, both, uh, both sides, guys and girls, uh, cousins would ask me sex questions. And I thought, I was like, man, these kids, like they come from good families. They come from, you know, good education systems and they still don't have yeah, the information yeah, at yeah. their fingertips. And I'm like, well, my cousins don't have it. There are, I mean, I know that there are other you know, teens and, and millennials in the country that also don't have that information readily available to them. So I thought, what would be a great avenue uh, to disperse this information? And I was like, YouTube, you know, it's the number one platform that, that kids are on, uh, along with like TikTok and, and Instagram. <laughs> Look at you talking about TikTok. <laughs> oh my God, I have a TikTok and I have Glamour Plus MD all over the TikTok and I'm teaching, you know, all about sex education on TikTok. But again, in, in a fun way, you know, I, I talked about, you know, how to normalizing masturbation while I was skiing one time this winter. And um, yeah, and that's what it is. It's just normalizing it and, and educating people about it. So we have power over our bodies because we do. Yeah. And what do you say to those? Again, I, I want to hear both sides, right? So I really agree with the education because like I said, I've seen it firsthand as a teacher these young women that have kids and it really broke my heart. And I'm pretty sure I could have been fired because like I say, I don't think you're supposed to, I think the parents have to sign a form or whatever in California, you know, to give permission for the adults or the administrators to talk about that. But I just was so heartbroken that I'm like, look, I'm going to talk to them because clearly their mom and dad aren't. But so let's say the more conservative side, they don't want all this education. They, they're, you know, they're conservative. They, they want to go to church and, and this is, this is wrong. So like, how do you, you know, convey your message to them because at the end of the day, it's about health, right? So what, I mean, have you had any like people saying, how dare you, you know, blah, 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 but like, how do we have those conversations? Because ideally we all want to um, be healthy and have our young women be healthy, right? And young men, right? But especially with women, again, guys can just walk away. But women, it's your body, it's your life, you know? So how can, how do you talk about that in a very professional manner? Yeah, that's a really, that's a really great question. Um, what I would have to say to that, there's kind of a loophole here and it's a fantastic loophole, but <laughs> the loophole is, is when you are speaking with adolescents, you, it's mandated that the parent has to leave the room. And so let's say they do come from a religious family, the parent still has to leave the room. And during that time, I find that time to be absolutely sacred with the teen. And uh, when the teenager is able to talk to their doctor in private and, and the doctor can say, this is confidential. You and I are talking about you know, whatever you want sexually, and I will give you all the information that you need. 
Um, so that time I think is very important for teens because uh, then they get to speak their minds if they are comfortable enough without a parent in the room. Otherwise, they can, you know, they're, even though it's not taught in all schools, it's, it's like, like I said, that's why I created the YouTube channel. Yeah, they can yeah, look yeah. it up online if it's not in schools. Um, but yeah, well, I think it, it's compulsory education, right? Because I remember, I think in junior high school, we, we, we briefly talked about it. It was just kind of like glossed over. But like the thing is with teenage pregnancy, right? Because some parents don't want this taught, right? Because I know, mm -hmm. at least in California, there was like this big issue where if a teenager gets pregnant, she has to talk to the parents. But what if the parents are not understanding and they pressure, you know, so this, this balance where you have this young woman who's 14 years old, and these are unfortunately not even just hypothetical, right? Like some of them, you have to, you have to require your parents' signature for, let's say, this woman to, 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 to work with her own health, a 14-year-old, you know? So it's just, it's just a very unfortunate thing. But I guess to kind of keep it more on a practical and proactive way, so for a man and for women, so for young men and for young women, what advice would you give for each party? For each, for each. What, you know, um, what would you say to a young man about sex education? And what would you say to a young woman about that? Just to kind of, because we only have about another minute and a half left. Yeah. All right. Great. So this is spitfire. So for young women, I would say to learn as much as you can about your body and how not to get pregnant. I feel like that would be the most important thing. Learn how not to get pregnant. Learn about ovulation and contraception. And then for men, I would say that sex still feels good with condoms. <laughs> um, still use the condoms. And um, that's what I would have to say for men, because um, on their end, that really is the most important part. Um, the girl's the one that's taking the birth control. Um, and you no, know, men aren't yet. Hopefully that will be out soon. But because <laughs> um, that'd be great. But yeah, that's what I would have to say to both sides. Awesome. You are We've literally had a, this is a reboot of our podcast. I think we're at like episode almost 400 actually, but you're one of the most unique guests we have. And again, I, I just like the fact that you have this message that's so unique, but it's like, you do it funny, but you have experience. So it's just something that you literally can affect so many millions of lives. So Olivia, thanks so much for being a great role model for all of us. And how can our guests learn about you and stay in touch with you and your YouTube channel? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I hope to affect millions of lives and for everyone to get you educated will. on sex education. You <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I have my YouTube channel is Glamour Puss MD. And I, uh, my TED Talks are, my TEDx Talks are online. And you would just type in Olivia Richmond TEDx. And that's about it. Also on Instagram and TikTok, I'm also at Glamour Puss MD. Awesome. Thank you so much, Olivia. Have a great day. Thanks. You too.